Coming up, today's guest is the Senior Growth Manager at Tilting Point, and we talk all about ASO for games. You'll discover how to use the featured graphic on Google to get more downloads, how to localize your game if you're on a tight budget, and the Apple search ads campaign that is crushing it for the company. All that and so much more. The most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Calculate your app's lifetime value and learn how you can exponentially scale your growth. Pollen.vc is the best way to manage cash flow and invest in your app's growth. Learn more at pollen.vc. AppRadar helps you accelerate your mobile growth through their simple ASO platform and they set up optimized Apple search ads to help you scale up your user acquisition. Check them out at appradar.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content related to growing your app downloads, making more money, and converting those downloads into paying customers. And today, I've got a phenomenal guest. He's all the way in Barcelona, Spain, and I'm super excited to have him on because we're going to talk all about ASO for mobile games. He works at a humongous company, so I'm super excited to have him on. Without further ado, let me introduce the guest. His name is Nadir Garrosh, he is the Senior Growth Manager at Tilting Point. They are a mobile games publisher and growth partner for other gaming companies with studios in New York, Barcelona, Seoul, and Kyiv. What they'll allow you to do is help you with your user acquisition, and if you go work with them, they'll, we're going to learn more about it, but I'm going to let Nadir talk about it. But Nadir, without further ado, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh... Thank you, Steve. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, me too, uh, man. Yeah. Did I explain the company properly? Because I, I, I see you wearing a jacket. <laughs> Where are I you? am in the garage of my house and it's freezing. <laughs> I wish I could just put on a t-shirt. Okay. My toes are like frozen. I think I have frostbite. I don't know. I'm pretty cold. Okay. Careful, stay well. <laughs> okay. I, I'm I'm great. Uh, I'm good. Uh, thanks for having me on the on the show. Did I explain Tilting Point properly? Is there anything else you want to add on? Uh, I think yeah. I think you have a pretty good uh, description of it. So yeah, indeed. Uh, yeah, work for uh, Tilting Point. Uh, it's a mobile game slash video games uh, publisher and uh, uh, user acquisition partner. So we. We basically, our main business is basically uh, helping other gaming studios with their uh, user acquisition strategy. So we have our own creative team uh, and user acquisition teams uh, for uh, helping everyone uh, uh, get uh, the best uh, users possible from uh, all kinds of networks. We also do provide ASO services uh, and monetization, uh, featuring uh, relationships with different stores. Nice. Uh, and we also um, we also develop our own games. So we have a few uh, games that we actually develop with other uh, other studios. Uh, and yeah, like you said, yeah, we have offices. Our main office is in New York, in the in the US, 
And uh, we also have offices in Barcelona, which uh, is, is the office where I'm based out, and also uh, one in Seoul in South Korea, and uh, as of uh, recently, also presents in Kiev, Ukraine. That's cool. Hey, we, we share, like I said, before we hit record, we share a mutual client, food truck chef. So let me ask you this right off the bat. Like, yeah. Are there specific games that you guys look for when you're trying to work with different partners, different pub- different game developers? Uh, not really. We don't have a specific genre uh, or a type of game that we look at. We basically before uh, deciding to work on a game, we basically focus on very specific and very uh, obvious factors, factors such as uh, retention, such as uh, CPI, uh, costs in different channels, uh, such as also how they're currently monetizing their users. Uh, and then based on that, for the rest, it doesn't matter for us because we are able to work on all kinds of games. So if you look into our current portfolio in the App Store or the Play Store, we have games from like the puzzle uh, puzzle um, category. Uh, we have games in the space slash simulation category. Uh, we have uh, simulation games. We have uh, war simulation games. Uh, so it's pretty pretty diverse. What about the hyper casual games? Yeah, hyper casual. Yeah, I mentioned we don't look into any type of genres, but actually we don't we don't really. Uh, <laughs> have, we don't really have any hypercursor games in our portfolio uh, for now. Uh, I would say maybe it's because uh, because maybe some of the those games already have either a partner like uh, with, with with which they're working for, or they already have a solid team in house. Uh, so for now, yeah, we, that's not something that we have touched yet. But we have a few. Uh, it's a potential uh, hyper-casual games on the, on the pipe. And you primarily focus more on the ASO side of things or other channels too? Sorry? Do you primarily focus more on the ASO side of things? Uh, yes, primarily uh, I'm, I'm mostly involved with ASO. So I run a small department here in Barcelona that take, takes care of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, also involved with a few uh, UA campaigns, awesome. uh, mostly with search ads. Awesome. I love it. And so let's talk about all this stuff. So when you talk about ASO, like how do you start approaching ASO for these type of games? Because I found like, this is probably why hyper casual hasn't been a thing for you guys. I felt like ASO, hyper casual, not that important. Important for more like mid-core type of games, definitely. But for yeah. hyper casual, it's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's a bouncing ball. Like, what do you want me to, what do you want me to optimize for? What keywords do you want me to optimize yeah, for? I mean, yeah, I mean, if you, yeah, yeah. I think if you uh, if you have an hyper casual game, the only thing you need to do is just take your build, take your raw screenshot, and then that's it. So then you, yeah. you already you already have seen what the game is like. If you're on Facebook, you've seen already the video ad. Or yeah. So the, the the store experience doesn't really doesn't really matter for those guys. So how do we approach it? So what usually we we work with games uh, that. Uh, that already have done some kind of ASO, you know, because we work with developers that have quite some experiences already in the market. Um, so we typically look into uh, their metrics, look into what they're currently doing in terms of like uh, of uh, keyword visibility, look into uh, the share of organic traffic, look into 
how the organic traffic monetizes. So we compared, let's say, organic traffic uh, uh, cohorts versus their paid ones. Uh, we look into if they've done some um, some um, experiments, like for their icons or the screenshots. We look into what 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 has what they have been doing. We look into the market. So when we take a game, we we look thoroughly into it to understand what's the meta of the game, what are the features, and then we try to find which games they're competing against, and then we compare that to we compare their assets and their keyword strategy to localization strategy to what other developers are doing and then we have kind of like a benchmark <clears throat> and then typically we will lay out uh, optimizations uh, in a three months uh, period we will start first by doing let's say the by laying the foundations for an ASO strategy so that will be uh, doing a market marketing and game analysis market analysis doing keyword research Doing a localization analysis, localizing the keywords, and then uh, and then in month two we will be looking more into assets. So the first step for us is always uh, to look into the icons, uh, and then screenshots, and then later on videos, and then uh, doing uh, doing monthly updates uh, every month. We yeah. do monthly updates mostly for uh, what we update usually on a monthly basis are icons and. Um, and uh, keywords. What? So I've been doing a lot of ASO for a while too, and I've found that different factors are changing, right? Like before, different like hacks that we had, we can put keywords in certain places, and we're like, boom, we saw like tremendous growth, especially for the smaller guys, right? Not, yeah. not the bigger guys. What have you noticed? Like, what would you say is more important these days in 2020? whether it's keyword optimization, icon optimization, screenshot optimization, how would you rank these different factors that go into ASO? Yeah. Yeah, of course, it, it's, really, it's really changed a lot. Uh, uh, I would say, uh, speaking of Google Play, for instance, I would say that for now, uh, even if you have the best, let's say, best keyboard strategy, the best icons, the best assets, if you pick the best category you think you will fit in, you won't go really far if you have bad retention numbers and if you have lots of crush, if you have bad reviews, if you, if you have really like poor metrics, you won't get very far. It used to be the case. I mean, you could have like very, very like uh, very low uh, ratings. You could have like really bad retention, but back in the days, let's say four or five years ago, you could rank like instantly and like you can stay there forever. You could have like a, for, for a year or two, you could have like a steady um, amount of traffic increased. It's not the case anymore. We see that uh, as soon as we, for instance, we see that as soon as we, uh, we it sometimes uh, happened that we, we, uh, we have a drop in uh, ratings because, you know, sometimes uh, you don't pay attention and then you have a bug in your game and then, you don't have the time to fix it quickly, and then people don't turn to the to help shift or to your Facebook page to uh, reach out for help. They go to the Play Store, and then boom, they they like complain there, and then in like a matter of two or three days, you can you can slash your uh, your ratings by uh, by let's say from a four point three to a four four point zero or three point nine like qu very quickly. Uh, and we saw that when that happens. Yeah, a conversion rate really drops like a lot. So 
we realize that today uh, ASO is not just keywording and playing with assets. It's first making sure that the, that your players are happy, that users are happy, that you have a, a good experience, that you provide a good experience, that you watch out for the bugs, uh, that you watch out for the crash rates, that you remove buggy devices like very old uh, Android devices to make sure they don't impact your crash rate. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what matters the most for us at Tilting Point because we are like, we're not just acting on ASO because we have team, uh, teams, of, teams of people doing live ops, teams of people doing customer support. We try to work all together to make sure that we, we are on the right track for uh, all what matters today in, uh, <clears throat> for, for ASO. Well, then, dear, like, let's say you got the retention side strong. You know, you got a game like Food Truck Chef. You're like, all right, retention strong. We understand these metrics. What do you then focus on? Is it the icon? Is it the keywords? And do you put those keywords in the title like everybody you know, knows? Yeah, yeah. Typically, yeah, let's say if we, if we know we are on the right track to have uh, a solid um, a game experience and good metrics, uh, typically, like I said earlier, um, and I think every gaming studio or everyone involved with ASO would know that the icon, especially on the Play Store, is what's, what drives most of your uh, page views and what can convert or not. So for us, it's extremely important. Uh, so we do, we do typically, um, we create typically three to four new icons every month for wow. testing purposes. It doesn't mean that we are going to have a winner, but to build that kind of like uh, history into what works or not, that's what we're doing. So we have a collection of uh, icons that we tested uh, over time, and then we know that for, let's say, if we have, let's say, a space game, we will know that those spaceships work. Uh, that shape works. Or if you put it on, uh, if you put it over, uh, a planet, it works better than just putting it over stars, you know, that kind of stuff. So we are constantly testing to have to build uh, some best practices so that we like, we, we nail it down like uh, to, uh, to exactly what, what we know will be working. Also what's, uh, what's working well for us right now is, uh, is uh, playing more with the feature graphic on Google Play. Um, so we do more and more tests. It, it doesn't. It, it used to. It it, it was not always uh, very important. I remember, like, uh, let's say last year or two years ago, like if you were doing like tweaks on your uh, on your feature graphic, yeah, you could be doing let's say a plus five percent uh, conversion rate, plus ten. But these days, we see like really, uh, really solid uh, uh, increases. Like uh, let's say tw we've done a test. We've done a new feature graphic recently. A test for one of our games, and uh, conversion rates, uh, the conversion rate uh, went up by 30%. So we oh. applied it. And uh, you know, you always have a difference between what you actually see in the, during the experiment and uh, when you apply it. But uh, for, uh, for that case, it's actually really matching with what uh, Google was saying, you know? So um, we're pretty happy with it. What was the main uh, difference with the feature graphic? Well, the main difference, uh, I can actually tell you if you, if you go to the Play Store. Yeah, I'll go there now. 
for um, for what our title teragenesis okay uh, what we it's a it's a space it's a it's a planet terraforming simulation game uh, what we've uh, what we've done um, I, I'm actually gonna take my phone here here I'm gonna share my screen with you ah, and okay. we'll record on zoom that way we can all look at it together cool all right yes here oh yeah okay so you don't need to use your phone because you use that i think yes yeah that's the, the tool plugin from the tool yeah <laughs> so that's a good one we don't need to pick up a phone so this is this is what we have applied recently so basically that game uh takes you from uh let's say a raw planet like an empty star that you have to uh, terraform so that you have to uh, you have to manage your, the pressure on your planet, the oxygen, the water, and everything. Just basically like building your own planet, your your own Earth. And this is the new feature graphic that we tested uh, last month. You know, and that's the one that won. And that's the one that won because before it was more let's say scientific because the game is a science game basically mm -hmm. because everything in the game is actually realistic. It's based on NASA science, NASA facts. Uh, so this is what we've uh, been. Did it look uh, more like these? Some of these screenshots, I guess. Yes, yes, yes. More scientific, yes. like these type of yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. And what we've decided to do was to to really uh, make people dream. You know, like okay, this is Mars right now. Yeah. Imagine what you could build to make it like like a really yes. beautiful planet yeah. in like three hundred years. That's what we've done. It's funny. So, yeah. In the air, like the before and afters work really well with fitness, right? And you mm -hmm. sort of applying that sort of same philosophy with yeah. gaming too. Because it is inspiring, like, right? You want to inspire the user. Yeah. Yeah. You want to inspire them. You want to, I think it's good. To, you know, uh, both Google and Apple always, always say, yeah, make sure you show, make sure you, f you show the gameplay, you know? Yeah. Of course. But gameplay works well if you, yeah, if you have, yeah, if you like Clash of Clans, okay, okay, you want to see the gameplay. But some games, I mean, you have you cannot show everything because it takes months to to, for instance, on that game Terragenesis to to make a planet inhabitable. You know, so you cannot really show that in like five or ten screenshots. You have to make people also dream. So that's what we are like kind of using. And it's good that you have elements such as a feature graphic uh, to 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 show that uh so yeah i think yeah i think a good thing to 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 do for aso is yeah don't just listen to what um it's good to to respect the guidelines but use your imagination like to to see how can i make sure that like that those new people who come to my page will like what could make them click what could make them tick okay wow it's gonna be that's gonna be an exciting game so yeah i think it's good like yeah you mentioned fitness games yeah it's 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 really good to also look sometimes uh, if you work in games go and look into what what uh, fitness apps are doing or what let's say even what uh, music apps are doing because you can find so much inspiration if you look outside of your your own environment yeah agreed Hey, Nadir, be careful with the, the microphone. It's, I think it's sitting in your shirt, so I'm hearing the okay. shh, 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 a oh, little sorry. bit. Hey, is there anything else that's working that you want to make sure that, we meant, that you want to mention? So we got the featured graphic. Is there anything else that you want to 
mentioned that's working well for you guys? Well, for us, it's um, because we have uh, games that target to everyone in the world. Uh, it's uh, what, uh, what's working well uh, is uh, to focus on localization, of course. Uh, so we typically, yeah, we typically localize for the, let's say the top countries in the world, let's say yeah, the usual uh, English, French, English, English, French, Italian, German, Spanish. But uh, because of the type of games that we have, we also have a lot of uh, users who are willing to play and spend time on our games in other countries and uh, languages that some developers sometimes, uh, let's say, overlook, such as, uh, for instance, uh, Polish or Turkish or, uh, yeah, of course, the Asian, uh, Asian, Asian languages. So we spend quite a fair uh, amount of time on uh, into exploring a new um, new markets and make sure that we do uh, keyword research right and localization right. Do you guys? So I have a friend of mine and he swears by localization because he's got travel app and he obviously needs to localize. And he always recommends because the people in our, our audience is going to be a little bit smaller and dear. Like they're not going to be like oh a tilting point with some budget around. What recommendation do you have for the the startup, the indie who might be like, all right, I want to do ASO. I, I mean, I'm sorry, I want to do localization. Do you have a resource that you like, or should you do the the title, the visible parts first? Should you do non visible parts first? What do you recommend? Mm, yeah, I would say if you are um, if you don't have, let's say, the resources to to do. Uh, localization at scale, let's say if you don't have a localization agency or if you don't have localization specialists handy, uh, what works is, yeah, of course you can use, yeah, uh, some of the ASO tools out there, you know, if you go to, let's say, AppTweak, uh, Mobile Action or any of the tools, the tool, let's say you pick a game or an app that's competing with you and yeah, you go to, you go to the keyword rankings, to the keyword rankings page for different kind of languages, and then you can pull keywords for which your competitors are ranking for in other markets. But that will just give you, yeah, then you have to filter that because usually you have a lot of uh, brand terms or like it's a random terms that just people put in and then you rank for it. So yeah, it can work, but yeah, you still have to do a lot of digging then to that. What I recommend to do is uh, something that I started to do when I, I didn't have so much need when I started to do ASO, like uh, when I was like uh, working on uh, some apps with some friends or uh, in the past, when you didn't have so much tools, so much like ASO tools. I think a simple trick to use that, that still works today is uh, if you have an app that's competing with you that has quite some history. So let's say that has a lot of installs already in the Play Store or the App Store they probably have localized their page. So go and look into what they've done. So you can, you can first look into their titles, their description, and usually if they have good rankings, they have good reviews, good metrics, you, you know they've been doing a good ASO, a job for uh, on the ASO side, and you know they're probably a team working uh, in the back. So take that, for instance, take the product description, see, do a basic like keyword density, see what keywords they mentioned the most. Even if let's say you, you don't speak 
you don't speak Spanish and then you go to a casino game that's localized in Spanish, you take it and then you see what words come up, come up, come up the, the more often. And then ask someone who speaks Spanish, yeah, do you know what that means? And then you, you, you or you just go, go to Google Translate and then you have something. So you can use that and then you go and find someone, let's say on Fiverr, or you find someone uh, freelancer.com to write your, uh, your copy and then you, can, you give them those keywords. Uh, also look into reviews because uh, people, when they write a review, they will often say, oh man, I like this PvP game or I like this uh, slot machine game. And they will say that in all languages. So uh, you can also look into the reviews of your competing game or competing app for all the languages and see what words you saw come came up the, the most, you know, most often. And then you can also use that like to uh, to uh, for your research, and then you can uh, you can uh, you can you can measure their uh, to you can measure their, their search volumes if you want by checking then AppTweak or Arpani or, uh, or search ads to see what kind of search volumes they have to validate them, of course. I like it. Hey, is do you guys use a, like a localization agency to do all your localizations, or do you have an in-house team? How do you, how do you guys like to approach this? We actually uh, outsource it. Yeah, we okay. uh, we work with uh, with localization, localization agencies. Cool. Uh, I've heard of Genco. Do you guys use them? We don't. We don't use them, but I considered working with them because I heard good things about them. Uh-huh. But we actually work with their parent company. Oh, cool. Okay, the bigger ones. <laughs> uh, yeah, the 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 bigger <laughs> ones. We actually work with the uh, with the yeah the parent company of Genco. What would you say from a localization standpoint has the biggest impact? Is it the screenshots? Is it the title? Is it the short description? I guess we could break down with iOS versus Google Play. But what would you say has the biggest impact? Like if I'm on a real big budget, should I just optimize the screenshots? Should I localize the short title, the subtitle, the title? Is there a biggest impact one? Um, We haven't talked much about iOS. So I would say, yeah, let's say on the App Store, if you if you haven't done ASO yet on your app, uh, first focus on the on the keywords because you probably never inserted anything in your keyword strings, or you probably had your like your, the people, the team, or that does your submission just do that job, and there's probably a lot to win there. So focus on that. So make sure you have good good subtitles. Uh, good keyword strings. So use all the kind of tools out there to find new keywords or what I mentioned earlier by looking into what competitors do. Uh, and start with that. So start with the human languages. Then it doesn't cost much to just go to, if your app is localized uh, in a lot of uh, languages, uh, it doesn't cost much to go ahead and optimize, let's say 10 or 15 uh, 15 localization page. Uh, so first do that and then focus on your, uh, on your screenshots because yeah, on, on the app store, you can only have one icon. So focus on the screenshots, make sure you also localize your header headers. Uh, and that, that will be a first good step and it won't cost you so much. Hey Nadir, the, yeah. since we didn't talk about iOS so much, what's working well for you guys on iOS? For ASO, uh, yeah, yeah uh, for us, it's uh, yeah either the video 
uh, other screenshots because yeah, you see it's like uh, you see it a lot. It's displayed in search results, so that and of course the icon. But uh, typically yeah, on on the App Store, yeah, you don't really see the same impact with your icon changes than on the on the Play Store. So it's most of the time with us is going to be uh, the video if we have a video or the screenshot. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this because I asked this to like a previous person right before you, our interview. Have you guys noticed any difference between horizontal screenshots where there's, especially on iOS, like there's only one that shows up and then versus the vertical where you can show three? Have you seen any different tests that say one works better than the other? Um, what we're seeing now is uh, because of the way that uh, the App Store behaves now. You know, if you go to the game section, they, they recommend now, they also have recommendations kind of like the Play Store where they show the video or they show you screenshots. I don't have my iPhone here, so I'm not going to show you. My audience uh, is advanced enough to know. Yeah, so you will see that uh, people will see, the people notice that there is a lot more uh, assets shown in the, in the widgets of, of, the, of the App Store. And they use, or there is, they use a horizontal, they use a landscape format here. So even if your video is in, uh, is in portrait, they will show it, they will just show a part of it that's like, that's like a landscape. So yes, I think, I think the App Store is kind of like the Play Store now in, in, the, in a way that, yeah, it's, yeah, landscape format is taking over. Got so, it. yeah, for us, we've seen that, yeah, it's actually working better. Landscape is the horizontal, right? The bigger one? Yeah, landscape is, yeah. Okay. Is horizontal. <laughs> <laughs> that one's working better. <laughs> hey, the, the last thing I know, maybe I'll be respectable of your time, but search ads is with one strategy that's really working for you. And then you kind of talked about like building a really long list of long tail keywords. So talk to me about your search ads strategy. Yes, so uh, for, uh, for our search ads campaigns, usually we will, yeah, we will al always, of course, have some brand campaigns. So let's say the title of the game to protect uh, our traffic, to make sure that other companies don't, don't benefit too much from our uh, titles, uh, from our brands. But we also go for, um, yeah, we also go for generic terms and uh, competitors, because yeah, that's the rule. If you if you compete against us, we compete against you. So we also doing <laughs> we also buying other uh, titles, of course. And typically, what we'll be doing is uh, to really go to go for obvious ones, of course. Uh, let's say the games that everyone knows are similar to uh, to the games that we're working on, but we will be going for like a, really the long tail. So. Uh, we'll be going for even like very small titles that compete with us uh, for like uh, competitor, competitor campaigns and also for generic uh, campaigns. Um, typically, if you go to the, play, to the app store, if you enter a keyword and say if you enter racing game, the app store will say, okay, maybe you can also buy driving games or car games or uh, driving games. And that, then that will, be, that will be it, you know, they won't be suggesting a lot of like long tail keywords that in the end work best for uh, people because they're really targeted and then you have better return on ad spend. 
So typically what we'll be doing is uh, yeah, pulling uh, more keyword IDs uh, that we find either with like uh, suggestions, like the, the keyword suggestions, but also the placeholder suggestions, you know, the, the suggestions that you have when you use the, the search uh, box on, the, on both doors. Uh, and we also be using, yeah, the, the different tools, uh, the ASO tools that we use to like really pull all kind of keywords for which other apps are working for, be it brand terms or generic terms. And then we will be like building long list of, uh, of uh, keyword, uh, keywords and use that as, uh, as uh, ad groups in, uh, in search ads. Are you using exact match for the longer tail keywords? Yeah, for pretty much, um, actually for all, all, um, all ad groups, once we have some learning, so let's say the first, let's say when we launch a uh, campaign for a game, we will be building some, uh, some uh, initial uh, campaigns and ad groups. So for some of them, most of them we will be doing uh, exact match and then we'll have a small amount of campaigns with discovery. So for instance, for our brand terms, we want to make sure that we understand what typos people make. So we'll be doing, uh, doing uh doing broad match for for that for let's say a few days or weeks to understand oh, to really gather like what kind of keywords and then we will be putting that we will be transferring that into exact match and we uh we do the same for um for uh, competitors also like to see what variants uh, the app store will uh, come up with but really not too much it's really just for like uh, exploration because we know that we realize that yeah it's really not always the best for in terms of conversion and of, in terms of uh, return on that spend if you just go all over the place. Got it. I mean, I could talk to you forever. The, the last thing I'll mention is when, how do you find, going back to your icons and your screenshots, how do you guys figure out, like, how do you find new ideas for these? Because sometimes I'm like, what else can we do here, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> sometimes, yeah, you you find like lots of ideas and then you test them and then boom, you have a winning icon uh, in a month or two. And sometimes like for some games, actually for one game, we still haven't found a winning icon in two years. Yeah. And we are like scratching our heads every month. We're like, what are we going to test? We tested everything. So I know we have like a 2D icon. It's, a, it's a car the main character of the game. It's been there forever and we used uh, 3D assets, we use simplified assets, we use, we use the, the, the kind of icons that our competition was using. We tried everything, all kind of colors, all kind of backgrounds. We, we still haven't beat it. So we're like, okay, still scratching your head because sometimes you don't find, you don't find new ideas. Uh, how do we, but most of the time we're able to find new ideas by um, looking into looking to the competition, but also doing, yeah, doing just typical brainstorming, you know, marketing 101. What can we show here? You know, if you have, let's say, if you have, a, if you're working on a, on a title, uh, on a racing game title or on a space, spaceship, uh, on a space game title, you, uh, you have maybe different spaceships. So try uh, different views, different spaceships, different backgrounds. So typically it's always, a matter of, okay, gathering all kind of ideas and then testing hypothesis. Also looking into what competitors are doing and also looking into uh, actually 
we use a lot of uh, UA uh, creatives to understand what could work for ASO. So we look into the video and the banner ads uh, that we produce on, for other channels, for let's say Facebook or Google UAC. And typically when you have something that's converting well on those channels, uh, you know that if you take those elements for your Play Store or your App Store assets, let's say for your video or for your screenshots, typically uh, you have a good, uh, good result as well. Is there anything I missed that you want to make sure we cover? I think uh, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, broad. <laughs> yeah, I think we, got, we covered a lot. A lot of great tips here. Cool. Well, before we hit the big finish, then let me thank my sponsor, AppRadar.com. Look, we, Nadir talked a lot about ASA and Apple search ads. What you can do with AppRadar is manage some of those campaigns within them. They have specialists that can help you out as well. So if you don't have a specialist like Nadir on your team or you're not working with Tilting Point, go check them out. They will help you figure out what keywords are there, spy on your competition, get ASO recommendations. And the cool thing is if you connect your iOS, the, the app stores, you can make those changes within AppRadar. You don't have to go to another screen and put those keywords in there. You can just push them all in. And one features I really love is just track all the changes. Because sometimes I forget like what happened than the month before. And so you can track all those changes all within one unified single platform. And that's what they're really trying to do is just unify all the things that you would do with ASO into one platform so you don't have to go into multiple platforms to do everything that you need to get done. So go check them out. It is appradar.com. Once again, appradar.com. Let them know you heard it on this very podcast. Nadir, this has been absolutely amazing, but let's go to the big finish. Give us one app. We should definitely check out. Um... Okay, I have an app that I'm using right now. Uh, you know, because we are home right now. I think a third, a third, a third of the planet. Uh, I'm usually pretty active. I usually go to the gym every two days or so. But since the lockdown, I'm like haven't been exercising a lot. Uh, I try to do push-ups at home, but I'm like, ah, come on, I, I miss, I miss just the gym equipment. I, I don't, I'm not in jail, you know. I don't want to do push-ups all the time. So, to try and <laughs> keep staying healthy, I'm actually um, starting uh, intermittent, intermittent fasting again. I tried it in the past. Uh, it's actually, it's actually quite, uh, it's actually quite, uh, quite good. Uh, so, to um, to make sure I keep, I keep track of my fast. And that I make sure I eat on time or that my, uh, my, the duration of my fast is the right. I do 16 hours of fasting. I use an app called Zero. Zero. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's pretty, I like it because it's pretty simple. I can, uh, I can see, like, I can see all the, um, the fast that I've done. I can see which ones I couldn't finish, when. I can also record my mood so I can, uh, can remember, okay, yeah, okay, last week actually we're not doing so well, or this day because maybe because I didn't, I can, I can remember what I was eating in uh, the, the past night. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty, it's a very simple app, but I love to use it because it's, uh, it's super useful. Uh, so yeah, I would say if you are, if you, if you're like me, if you like, if you want to make sure you don't, uh, you don't uh, go too much into uh, your uh, your high weights. Uh, yeah, I recommend, uh, recommend. I love that app too. It's awesome. I try. I've yeah. been doing sixteen eight, so sixteen hour fast for yeah. about 
two, three years now. And then this recently I tried 18 hours. Whoa, oh, that's a lot. Gosh, it is hard. It is a lot wow. harder. But so I just, I went back to 16 and then if I go up to 18, it's like a win for me now wow, rather than a norm. Really <laughs> yeah. Well, impressive. <laughs> What's a lesson that took you the longest to learn? The what? What's a lesson that took you the longest to learn? Uh, you mean at work? Um, mm. Well, here we have in our notes, communication is always key. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Uh, I would say uh, that if, um, if you want to make sure you succeed in your, uh, in your work, let's say if you work in a, in a studio or an agency or a company, yeah, make sure that you, um, that if you work on a project, make sure you speak to other teams involved in a project. So let's say if you do ASO on a game or an app, make sure that you speak to product owners to see what they have on the roadmap or you speak to the marketing team to see maybe what, uh, what new uh, partnerships they're planning to, uh, to work on with other brands or their other IPs. Uh, make sure you speak to your customer support team or your community team to, to gather feedback that uh, the community is, uh, is feeding them because you can always use that for, uh, for ASO. And also on your side, make sure that you share what you're working on. Let's say if you're planning some assets, some videos or some screenshots, make sure that you plan uh, to communicate that to other teams so they're aware of it. And they could also tell you, okay, by the way, not, we don't have that feature anymore. So you mentioned that feature in the screenshots. So yeah, that will save you some time because I realize it's sometimes a, uh, a mistake that we've made in my team that we haven't... Uh, realize that there is no more no more feature not the features that we mentioned in the app anymore so uh to save some time yeah it's best that you that you're aware of what's going on in your in the game you're working on love it all right well i'm gonna link up this article that you wrote on medium about how to know which how to spy on your competitors and know which sdks they have installed really for free in legit legit way so i'll link that into the show notes so you guys can check it out as well but if you want to check them out the company is called tilting point i'm sure my audience is very sophisticated you've heard of them tiltingpoint.com nadir if the audience wants to follow up with you personally do you want to send them anywhere else uh i guess the easiest is uh to reach out on uh, linkedin i mean they can find me easily i'm open to emails so if people uh, have questions they can uh, accept accept i don't want <laughs> recruiters or uh, ad networks but if someone wants like help or has a question if it takes me five minutes if i can help uh i will be happy to do so as you guys can see, he knows his stuff, talking all about ASO and UA channels. Maybe we could get him back on and talk more about the UA channels, other, other UA channels as well. But Nadir, this was, Nadir, I'm always fucking up your name. Nadir, thank you so much That's for coming good. on and doing this, man. I really appreciate it, man. You're welcome. You're welcome, Steve. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> thank you all for listening. I'll see you on the next chat. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.